So um, everybody is aware of the presentation that just happened. And honestly, I just think that went about as well as it could have. Now everybody's going to say what they're going to say. That's that's not going to change. Ole Miss could have hired Gandhi, and there would have been 15 think pieces tomorrow. But as far as it actually going on, it went about as well as it could have. What's up, Tom? You know, I remember when Auburn hired Bruce Pearl, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a lot of smack about that. And, uh, you know, Chris, uh, you know, uh, Coach Coach Beard, he uh, he's a very good coach. Uh, his his girlfriend said the things were were not true. Uh, we don't know for sure, but um, I do know one thing that I noticed that uh, some key pieces of our basketball team that were uh, that are in the portal, uh, they were at the press conference and. Uh, I, I don't know how many of y'all saw the press conference, but but I will say this. Uh, you know, I, I'd run through a wall for that guy, and I just, just heard him one time. So, he uh, I, I think he kicked it. He hit it out of the park. Uh, I just hope that, you know, the stuff that everybody says is untrue really is untrue. And, uh, you know, we can just go forward. But... When, when you look at some of the coaches that have been hired recently in the SEC, you know, when you look at Petrino and and you look at, you know, you have Bruce Pearl a few years ago, uh, and, there, and there are others as well, you know, Hugh Freeze. Um, you know, they're, 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 a lot of these schools don't have any room to talk. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. The, the, you know, the funny thing is, and – like people that was feigning outrage when Houston or Hugh Freeze got hired, or feigning outrage when Bruce Pearl got hired, it, it's just become so predictable over and over again. It's just like, hey, here's our talking points of how we're going to be upset whenever they hire this coach. Because at the end of the day, this is incredibly sad that it's gotten that way that the actual thing that they're upset about that could be a completely valid thing is not the reason they're doing it. And that kind of bothers me a little bit, but they're upset because we may be, this, this coach could make us relevant. Yes. And the sec just got a whole lot harder. There's no way anybody can say the sec did not just get a whole lot harder. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kara, what channel is the game on? Uh, it's on ESPN Plus because they're not um, at home. Okay. Is it still zero zero? Three three. Uh, or, hold on, I walked away. Arkansas State three. Uh, three three, and it's bases loaded with no outs. We're doing real great. Well, it's one of those situations where I think we're TJ Quinn, and we talked to um, Derek Vandegrift recently, but TJ Quinn moving to off of this midweek start means that he is going to be earmarked for a nice role this weekend. 
Um, we're, we'll, we'll have that when the preview gets released tomorrow. And I uh, just posted a 20-minute video that will be live in about an hour and a half um, of Tim Thomas talking about the presentation that just happened. So we had we have all of Tim Thomas, former player, talking about how he feels about everything that's going on. He actually mentioned that during the presentation that he he almost shed a tear because this is like he honestly the first time that he can remember that Ole Miss is taking basketball seriously. And this is a former player saying that. Thought that was interesting. So, hey, Cardix in here. I'm going to invite Cardix to speak. Haven't talked to Cardix in a while. Cardix is one of my old soccer buddies. Um, He also toiled in the lower leagues of U.S. professional soccer, so I know him that way. How you doing, Cardix? I'm doing great, Stephen, and and, – Really excited for you guys about this hiring. I mean, this is uh, this is epic for Ole Miss. I mean, this is uh, the level of coach that you need to compete in the SEC these days, and the level of coach that I think Ole Miss and uh, similarly uh, some other SEC schools have never been able to attract. Right? I mean, this is this is a big time for you guys. Yeah, th- this is going to be pretty amazing. And he he mentioned in the presentation today that. It's his plan, basically, to be in the NCAA tournament next year. And honestly, if you look at his record and his first year stops, I mean, it's 30 wins at Little Rock. It's 18 wins at Texas Tech. It's 22 at Texas. I mean, you'd be crazy to doubt him, honestly. Yeah, at Texas Tech, they got good really quickly um, Mm -hmm. and saw them in the NCAA tournament against the Gators. Uh, For those of you who don't know, I'm I'm a UF grad. I also... Uh, I'm a Miami fan, so I'm conflicted there, obviously, in state rivalry. But um, and, but actually, his the example of Miami is really good because um, what uh, Beard did at Texas Tech and, he, and, and at Texas, he did in kind of a non-NIL era. What we've seen happen with Miami last year is Miami goes to the Elite Eight with a senior-heavy team. They lose four of those guys. They come back this year and win the ACC regular season because they dipped into the transfer portal and pulled three guys out of it. So that's something I think Beard will be able to do for Ole Miss uh, this year. And I thought uh, potentially Mike White uh, was going to stay at Florida and wait for Kermit Davis to get sacked at at Ole Miss uh, and would have had this job. So it actually worked out really well because with him as a former Ole Miss player, there might have been some inclination to go for him, uh, but it worked out that he took the Georgia job last year, uh, and then uh, and I knew he wanted to get out of Gainesville. I know people in his family talk to them fairly regularly. Uh, he wanted to get out of Florida, out of out of UF. Uh, this worked out great. The whole beard situation in Texas uh, and Ole Miss's ability to attract him. Yeah, it, it, it's fantastic, honestly. Um... Yeah, I still can't. I never will get over the fact that you're a Miami fan, but a Florida grad. That 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 never ceases to surprise me when I hear that. <laughs> and and it may, maybe it's the fact that I live down here now, and um, you just see so much orange and blue everywhere. 
And then just every now and then you see the Miami tag. And that, that's Central Florida. It's not like I'm, like, up in the panhandle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still a, a Gator also. It's just that um, what happened is I moved back to South Florida, and you're a college sports fan, and you go to games. And, yeah, I, I actually lived in Tallahassee for a while, and, and that line I wouldn't cross. I wouldn't become a Florida State fan. But um, you're used to going to college football and college basketball games in Gainesville. I moved to South Florida – uh, as soon as I'm out of college, and uh, I I then go to Miami games. It just was kind of very natural, uh, and uh, it happened at a time when they were not playing against one another in those two sports for various uh, reasons, disputes between the athletic department. So it became very simple, very strange, but very simple. And I'm actually not the only one. I know a couple other Florida grads who are Miami fans also, and. We justified by saying, well, one school's in the ACC, the other's in the SEC. So we, we can kind of like both. Yeah, and they don't play very often. Um, yeah, I'm watching the base, the Ole Miss baseball game right now, and Jacksonville State is like 6-3. to three. Of course, like I said, we I talk about the pitching that's going on, but midweek it, it appears that Ole Miss has run into a little bit of a buzzsaw in this game. So, Cardick, real quick, um, is, what's, do you follow um, spring training, Major League Baseball down there? Yeah, to a, to, to a small extent. Not, 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 I mean, not really, to be honest with you, because it's March and there's college basketball. Obviously, you mentioned my soccer stuff that goes year-round. And then it's also like a big month on the PGA Tour. Um, and we just had the Players' Championship last week. Uh, it's up the road from you in, in, in Ponte Vedra. Uh, Bay Hill was last week. It's right by you. Uh, so I kind of like March is a very golf month in Florida for some reason. Honda Classic was two weeks ago, which is which is my local event. Okay. Oh, it, so you're down there by like the Astros and the Mets, right? Yes. Okay. And, we have we have somebody uh, on the line that. As actually has Astros in her handle. Go ahead, Kara. Oh, yeah. You're kissing me? No, they moved. They're, they're down. He's down in Fort Lauderdale. They, they moved from kissing me. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were selling kissing me there. I've always wanted to go to spring training. I've not made the trip yet, but I've always wanted to experience it. Yeah, the funny thing is the Tigers played the Rays, and they played it in Tropicana. It was like, no, you got to play it in like a minor league part if spring training is going to be like anything. The best so. place, if you if you don't mind me interjecting, uh, to go watch a spring training game is at the uh, Fenway South Park in Fort Myers because um, they have um, the dimensions of Fenway perfect. And the way mm-hmm. they've set up the stands, you know, small and intimate, but also kind of like fenway it's, it's really an incredible place to watch a game. Yeah, they had their own monster. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, they've got a green monster. Yeah, I mean, the whole nine yards, yeah. And, and for the longest time, for like 30 years, the Red Sox were in my town. Um, and now our town is, has no spring training. But, um, you know, until about 2008, um, it was either them or the Indians. And, and the Royals were right by you, too, uh, in the defunct sit- town of Baseball City, which is just up the road from you. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they were there for several years. I, I, I saw them play uh, in spring training there, I, I think, a couple of times before uh, they knocked down the amusement park and then they knocked down the stadium. And I've knocked, I think it's a shopping mall now. 
<laughs> you know, I've driven by the sign that said Baseball City, and I was like, oh, well, that must be interesting. But, yeah, it should be pretty cool. But, you know, between the baseball game not going well for Ole Miss and the excitement behind the Chris Beard hire and – you know, you're going to go through about 24 hours of think pieces and everybody's going to sit down and try and, I guess, morally break down their assumptions of what all has happened. And if you're an Ole Miss fan, I would stay off the Internet for 12 hours, um, just honestly. But after the NCAA tournament stops, starts, it's going, to, it's going to go away. It's just going to be like the Hugh Freeze thing. Honestly, and by the way, if you look at my um, broadcast, if you watch my videos, you'll see a picture of Hugh Freeze, and that is a gift from the Locked On Auburn site who sent me an autographed picture of Hugh Freeze wearing Ole Miss clothing. So I do have that displayed on my set. So what do you, what do you got, Care? What do, what do you want to talk about? Oh, man. I'm you want to talk about Coach O? Getting through these, uh, getting through these uh, pitching woes, man. The growing pains is rough. It's painful. Yeah, I, I hate these turf mounds. I, I, I just don't. This whole thing is a turf field. I I mean, I guess you. It, this is a good fit for Vanderbilt because Vanderbilt has the same thing. So maybe this is like just getting people ready for Hawkins Field. Maybe that's why they scheduled this. Yeah, I just think in general some of our pitching needs some definite, you know. We're missing those that are injured right now, but it is Tuesday, so. You know, uh, Will Furness is batting right now. And if y'all have seen the movie uh, Blend It, the Adam Sandler movie, uh, there's a whole thing where he teaches a kid how to bat. Um, using a cricket paddle and all that down in South Africa. But that's not important. The important part is he tells the kid to psych out the picture and give him basically the stink face, and Will Will Furness does that exact same thing. Tori curls his lip and is like snarls at the pitcher, and every time he bats, I laugh because I think about that. But, yeah, I'm always down to talk to you. Oh, man. Did you see um, they posted a shout-out to her oh, that was <laughs> in the nest? I, I'm Coach O needs to win. She needs to beat Gonzaga. And not, not anything like she's on the hot seat or anything like that. It's just time. You know, everybody is rooting for her so much to pull off the win in that game. Because they were a seven seed last year, even though they had a um, – I don't know a worse team is they they weren't as good as they were this year in my opinion um but you know they had they got that drew draw against South Dakota and they ran into a team that shot all the threes and that was interesting they need they need to take care of Gonzaga and if they do that you will see the round of 13 the kind of the pressure will flow off of them it might even be able to be a position to where Ole Miss makes a run to the 16 or the eight. And I mean, we'll be, we'll see what the lady rebels do. Makes sense. Uh, and you know, 
We have a great defense. Um, you know, if we can get our shots going, uh, if Ada Baker can get going, and um, sorry, my mind's going blank right now because I'm watching the game and not paying attention. But um, we just got hit right in the ankle. Uh, but anyway, I think um, for the girls, if they can get their shots going, and we have to commit less fouls. We can't be doing a lot of fouls out there. Uh, those have been hurting us. Um, otherwise, I mean, we have such a great defensive game to keep us just enough in it that if we keep a well enough margin in between, we could win still, even if we're down. Yeah, yeah it's a situation to where Ole Miss is not on the level of South Carolina and probably not on the level of LSU. But they're probably pretty firmly in that level just below that. I would put them in the same category as Tennessee. Well, and I think getting a tournament win also helps in recruitment, right? Making sure we get those wins, especially if we're going for girls that may be on the fence with other schools that we want to bring in. You know, that tournament win changes things. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and cut this space a little bit short. I do want to thank everybody for um, stopping by. We got a video from Tim Thomas, a former player, about 20 minutes on the um, Chris Beard presentation. Um, that's going to go live at was it, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, something like that. And that'll be interesting to see. And tomorrow's show basically is talking about where the – top three coaches and, and it's not anything where I'm leaving coach O out. It's just whenever people say the big three, they say the big three. Um, so we talk about that and we actually mentioned coach O in that as well, but we talk about where they rank in the Southeastern conference. We talk about where Keith Carter should rank in the Ole Miss athletic pantheon of athletic directors and whether or not Ole Miss needs to worry about somebody coming after him soon. And we also have um, Derek Vandegrift giving About a preview minutes, of the Vanderbilt About series. We've got a lot of stuff um, coming at you. Thursday, I've got jury duty. So that's going to mess up my routine. It's going to mess up my routine. And there's going to be a day when there's not videos up. Because my routine is gone, and I'm such a stickler for that routine. It is ridiculous. But... We're going to do exactly what we can. Oh, Isaac Shad, Isaac Shade, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He's one of the hosts You're of Lockdown College Basketball. I hear you. I'm um, going to interview him tomorrow, yeah. so probably for Thursday's show. We'll see how that goes as well. But we got all that set up. we got John Garcia Saturday. we got Kara. We're going to interview and release her on Sunday. Everybody seems to be watching that pretty well, um, but that just may be because Kara's, like, really good. Um, but I'm kind of happy with her on Sunday at the moment. So we'll see exactly how it goes. I'm, I'm pretty fired up, and thank you guys very much for tuning into this space. And if you want to listen to the replay, it'll be up on the YouTube channel, either Thursday or Friday, and you can check exactly how it went for the last 20 minutes or so. So for Kara, for Tom, again, Tom, welcome back, buddy. Thank you so much. Welcome back, Tom. Yeah. Thank you very Good much. Back. And Cardin, thank you very much for um, speaking up. Thank you. And um, we will talk to you guys. We'll do another space next Tuesday. So 
Take care. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy.